Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. On today's wrestling news, we've got all the notes from Triple H's backstage talent meeting. We have the latest on WWE sale rumors and the reactions internally. And it seems like WWE is splitting up the tag team championships. And Mercedes Monet, 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 whatever you say your name, has been cast in a new movie. Money. Money. Are you ready? Are you ready for the money time? <laughs> uh, I'm Phil Chambers. This is Gareth. This is the news. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Comment down below what you think of all the today's stories. Timestamps are down at the bottom to click and off you go. Uh, but first up, uh, Triple H has had a big uh, all-talent backstage meeting mm. uh, just before SmackDown. Uh, so this is all coming from Fightful Select. There's going to be quite a lot from Fightful today. Um, Sean Mossap has been working hard. Mm -hmm. um, so he yeah, led a full-on backstage meeting with all of the talent, and he basically said that McMahon is uh, back to lead the charge on a potential sale and find out the best buyer and get the best deal for the company etc 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 but he did pour a little bit of cold water on the rumors that it's a done deal still very much an in progress kind of thing um, and not necessarily that it will happen but it probably will but probably might not at the same time um, so he did go on to hammer home the point uh, that this will not affect the creative direction of WWE's main roster shows uh, for now mm. he did admit that that things could change this is wrestling anything can change but for now triple h is still fully in control of the creative um so it was just a ease the tensions i guess backstage a little bit and the thoughts that vince mcmahon may be muscling his way back to creative control over wwe which let's face it will probably happen at some point but yeah. there's there's this, and then there's sort of a lot more fightful notes sort of surrounding this WWE sale as well. So I guess we may as well bundle them all into one and then talk about it at the end. Yeah, because there's been so much more that's been revealed over the last like 24 hours with this. It just feels like every single day there's something new just to add to it, and there's a lot here. So th this new report from Fightful Select, uh, it said that sources uh, with knowledge on this ongoing situation, uh, the ongoing corporate situation with WWE, have wanted to clarify a few of the rumors and a few of the things that have been said, specifically in a piece uh, from Axios, I think that's how you say it, Axios, and uh, that that particular piece it drew a lot of reactions from within WWE uh, that piece noted that Vince's comeback and this is the quote the comeback while tumultuous has been well received by Wall Street so this new report from fight uh, fightful has said that it's stressed by sources within the company how the general consensus is that the well-received part of that actual report uh, for, when it comes to Wall Street just in general was a result of the sale talk and not the return 
of McMahon necessarily, which yeah. is what a lot of people have pretty much said. It's, it's not the fact that, hey, he's back, stock's going up. It's, no, we're going to sell the, this weird person's here as well. Um, so oh, we're going to make loads and loads of money if the stock goes up, the stock goes up. Yeah. That's what that basically is. Pretty much, pretty much. So there was a, a People direct... getting excited over money. Exactly. So there was, a, there was like a direct line uh, from Vince's retirement last year to the stock price, live attendance, like live event attendance, sorry, the viewership and talent morale all increasing. So it was a good thing when he left, everything went up. But the stock price has hit its high in the last week. So people were like, oh, does that mean the Vince stuff has had a contributing factor in that? And this is just pretty much clarifying that no, it was more the sale, the, the, the potential sale thing. It's also been noted how there's a lot of potential buyers out there, Endeavor, Disney, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Comcast, and perhaps a group led by AW president Tony Khan and his papa, not Papa H. So it's also been reported that the front runner seems to be the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund. That's, that was the big story that absolutely shook the entire planet pretty much earlier in the week. Everyone was like, what is going on there? Uh, but sources from within WWE have said that the Saudis are actually not the leading candidate after all. To add to this, a new report from Fightful notes that very plugged in influential names, again, that's the quote, said that Comcast, the parent company of NBC Universal, are actually expected to make the purchase. That's a huge development there that it's apparently Comcast with the front runners, not the Saudi horrible, terrifying fund. Uh, regarding the rumors on <laughs> AEW. Yep, that's the official title. I think it. it is. That's how it's funny. <laughs> I just feel the snipers coming at me right now. Uh, regarding the rumors on AEW being interested in a merger or purchase of WWE, a source that's close to the Khans has actually noted that they've not heard this discussed explicitly at this point, uh, but that it makes sense from every perspective to at least throw your name out there for the reasons the article even got published in the first place. Uh, there are a lot of interesting elements, but I wouldn't think it's going to happen. Then again, it's wrestling and far wilder things have happened in the last year alone. So the same source added that the publicity associated with even having, you know, Tony Khan, his dad and everything else and AEW mentioned in the same breath as WWE right now, it's a sale positive. Like, it's a, it's a huge thing. It's a, it's a big thing right now uh, for AEW, uh, like, just as a company. It means you kind of, just, just being associated with WWE at this moment in time and like, the talk of the town in terms of a sale is always going to be a good thing. Uh, but they're not sure it was a motivating factor for them actually being a part of it. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's not something that looks like it's definitely a done deal that is going to happen. It's just, it's just out there and it's a good that you can see why it's out there it makes sense uh, it was reported earlier this week as well that WWE chairwoman and co-CEO Stephanie McMahon and chief content officer Triple H they were apparently opposed to this sale that was another big report like oh my god they were against this but just to add to that the word now is that they were willing to work towards the progression of a sale so complete 180 on that one uh, it was also said by people of influence in the companies or at least two potential buyers uh, sorry it was also said by people of influence in the company of, so there was at least two potential buyers uh, that they believed they would have, these two potential buyers would have potential roles post-sale for Triple H and Stephanie if they wanted them. Does that make sense? So the, the, there were yeah, two parties yeah, yeah. that would have had roles for Stephanie and Triple H potentially if they went forward with the sale. So it looks like they were like open to that happening so they weren't just like no we don't want a sale because one of those sales could have still had them having roles so it would have made sense uh, the uh, the wrestling observer also reported earlier that the issues that there were issues sorry with vince working alongside some of his family members and this new report adds that when stephanie's team was dismantled in the spring of 2022 she's normally quite composed of this normal thing she 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 knows the the business like the back of her hand she knows the way things go down but steph on this occasion was quite disheartened and frustrated about how it happened so yeah she was a bit taken aback by it and just one last thing i promise this is the last thing now uh, there were also some concerned extras that were brought into the company to probably work on like one of, one of the shows whatever it was but they saw vince's office and that was like 
a, a sign listed on a directory. So word is that this hasn't, this just hasn't changed since you left in summer and that the company uses the same board backstage. So it still said Vince's office there, which is quite unsettling, isn't it? <laughs> a yeah, lot, there was a lot, a lot yeah. there. I was going like, to say, so much stuff has been a busy, busy boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like there's, yeah, there's, I mean, a hell of a lot to unpack in mm. this. It's also sort of said uh, that it's hard to believe any of the sort of major companies would want to retain Vince McMahon in that kind no. of position of power should the sale go through. But then Vince McMahon is also the one with the most amount of power in this sale and the most amount of decision making power. And he mm. might just have to like force a little thing into a contract that says you have to keep me on yeah. uh, if you want to buy this thing. Because um, he has the voting rights and the voting power to be able to do that. Um, and the fact that I think I read something else about uh, that he was already sort yeah. of starting to chastise certain departments within the company, not on the creative side of things, but the sort of business side of things, saying to people that you're doing things wrong yeah. already. He's only just started back. And apparently that, that kind of backstage atmosphere is completely like night and day to what uh, Stephanie and Triple H were like in a sort of, they were a much more sort of positive light and Vince McMahon is obviously a much more negative one. Um, so it's all happening in WWE mm -hmm. is basically is what we're getting at. Uh, we'll keep you informed with anything else that happens, but it's it's the sale news is the big news in 2023. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's going to happen because it's going very quickly, yeah. like much quicker than you would ever imagine the sale of a massive publicly traded global company to go. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. Yeah, it's almost like Vince McMahon knows his days are numbered and he's trying to get it done as quickly as possible and get it private yes. so he can just jump back in and be like, hey, everything's fine, let's move on. Ugh. Yep, if I can't play with my toys, then nobody else can, damn it. That's how you run a business, Phil. 
That is how you run a business. That's definitely how a well-adjusted human being, uh, yeah, is. is. Uh, anyway, um, back to WWE Speaking creative. of well-adjusted humans. <laughs> um, so it seems like WWE are wanting to split up the tag team championships. Obviously, the Usos have had them since May uh, of last year when they beat RK Bro to unify the titles. Uh, and then on Raw, Judgment Day won the tag team turmoil match to become the number one contenders for the Raw titles. And now on SmackDown, last night it was announced uh, that there's going to be a tag team tournament on mm. SmackDown to find the number one contenders for the SmackDown side of things. So Adam Pearce is on a mission to get at least one set of those belts off the Usos. Uh, now the tournament's going to start next week and the first match is going to be the Banger Bros uh, versus the Viking Raiders, which to be fair is a hell of a match. Hell of a I, match. Am, I am very much here for them all kicking the absolute crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, strangely, it's the first match of the tournament because you'd think both of those teams would have a decent run yeah. within the tournament. But one of them's going to go. Who it is, I've no idea. And also, what we've no idea about is the rest of the tournament. Because mm. nothing else has been announced for it. Just this one match, I assume. We'll find out more next week. But there is going to be tag team ch- tournament thing. And then whoever wins that will be going up against the Usos. And mm. they've got a lot of challenges to get through to keep these titles together. Yeah, it's an odd one for me, this. Because I feel like the World Championships, for me, is the, the priority of trying to split those up so you can have a world title on both shows. I think that's the key one in yeah. my mind. I'm like, I think we need to do that as soon as possible in as like intelligent a way as possible. Whereas the tag belts, I I kind of like the tag belts being unified because I don't... like. I think for the longest time, the, the, the rosters on both sides haven't felt strong enough or deep enough to, to hold like, and have, like... A, a set of belts on either side to, to contend for. It's like three or four teams that can fight for the belts, really. So it's just a yeah. bit of a, a cycle through those. So I I don't know. I'm conflicted over this. I mean, the matches will be great. Like, we know that. And it, the, the fact that we've not heard the rest of the tournament being announced at this point probably just points to WWE being like, hey, are we going to put it in? Ah, we'll deal with that next week. Why not? So... But the, the, the Banger Bros and Viking Raiders should be another banger. And then there'll be another banger. And there'll be another banger. Banger after banger that's after banger. Do. That's it, yeah. And they chop each other backstage, apparently. That's what happened this week. It was, it was... They do, yeah. And according to their Twitter, they now have a banger bus. So, uh... <laughs> It's going to leave everyone with that image. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> lovely. And another image we're going we're gonna to be taking in very soon. Not sure when, because it's not really been like explicitly said again when it's going to come out. But Mercedes... Hey, Doug. He's no. just a huge Sasha Banks fan. I know. He just Mercedes Money fan. <laughs> that too. Phil, come on now. It's been, it's been two ready. weeks. Get a grip. Come on. So Sasha Banks is in a new movie. I've oh. saying money this week. Yeah. Um, I still can't get it right. Great. So you're not getting paid any money for this, trust me. So <laughs> here we go. So money, 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 Mercedes money is going to be cast, and well, she has been cast in an upcoming movie. Yeah, another one. Another another thing to add to her incredible like, career achievements at this point. So she's been announced for The Collective, and this is in a report from Deadline. So it's her and Paul Ben Victor have been like the most recently announced cast members of this upcoming action thriller movie directed by Tom DiNucci. And uh, this uh, this was written by Matthew Rogers and Jason James. And it also stars Lucas Till, Ruby Rose, Tyrese Gibson, and Don Johnson, not Dwayne The Rock Johnson, another Johnson. So they've all been announced before, and this is the latest development. And if you're wondering who Manet is gonna be starring as, it's Nikita, not the same. Um, so she's a, a blade-wielding company pit bull 
That is the quote. And Chief of Security, she always watches the back of Miro Lindell, that's the character played by Ben Victor, who serves as an auctioneer to a seedy underground cabal of untouchable billionaires bidding on human lives. Lovely stuff. So the, the film's set around, where well, it's kind of focusing on a group of righteous assassins called The Collective, and they take aim at a highly sophisticated human trafficking ring, and all manner of shenanigans look set to ensue. So that's that's what money is going to be up to, or has been up to <coughs> very recently, and and we'll see what the future holds for her right now, because I'm not sure she's going to pop up in the new Mandalorian night season that's going to be coming out of this year as well. So it could be a huge year just on screens in the term of like TV and movie stuff for her. And also she's wrestling at, what is it, Battle in the Valley next month as well against Kyrie. Yep. Huge, huge couple of weeks and months for Miss Manet. Yeah, absolutely. She has already sold out her debut match for New Japan and Stardom. Uh, she's obviously... Got a lot going on for herself as the old Mercedes money. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, last year she was quite busy, even though she wasn't in WWE. Mm. She was off doing all the modeling and mm -hmm. uh, all the rest of it that she was doing. She's got a new business, like a clothing line or something, mm -hmm. or makeup line, I think, that she's been launching. She's a busy person. Mm -hmm. uh, and now she's got this. Like, it's everything's coming up money, mm -hmm. it seems. And all credit to you. Well done, miss. Like, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Let's just hope Tony Khan stops teasing her if he's not actually going to deliver. Yeah, if he's not going to pay up that money, then yeah, don't mention money. Money. He has enough money yeah. for all of us. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move over to the Twitter questions. Uh, the first one comes from uh, Baza, who says, uh, what do you think was the best unique moment for a wrestler's debut? Uh, his mm. example is Santina Morella being a fan and winning the Intercontinental title, which was ace. And congratulations to Santino Morella uh, for popping up on Impact last night. Yeah, it? yeah, he's, he's back. He's back in the business. So that's very cool. Um, this is a cool question. I'm trying to think because you don't just want like ones that came out of nowhere and got unexpected pops. It's like how they handle yeah. the, the, the actual incoming debut. I think the Cody one was pretty cool. Like, uh, again, not nah, not like technically a debut yeah. or a return, but I quite like that. The way that it was built, it was like, is it? Is it him? Kind of is him. It's got to be him. Is it not him? Sasha on AEW would have been one. It would have been one, but it definitely wasn't. No. Nope. Like we were talking about this just before the video nope. to make sure we actually had some examples yeah. <laughs> that we could pick. Um, but the Santino one's great because it is so like unique, just pulling yeah. a guy out the crowd and then he wins the Intercontinental Championship. Madness. I remember watching that and going, what the hell is going on? It was really good fun. And then like the AJ Styles in the Rumble kind of popped up, yeah. not because it's a debut in a Rumble, which obviously they've done before, but sort of the position of AJ Styles in the sort of wrestling world at that mm -hmm. time, being the sort of impact and New Japan guy all of a sudden showing up on like main roster WWE um, was like quite a big moment mm -hmm. at that Huge. point. And then CM Punk in AEW was the other one that we thought of. Obviously, they kind of teased that for ages, but being able to sell out an entire arena based on a rumor of a return mm. is pretty goddamn impressive. And then the gold standard is obviously Dexter Loomis popping up as some kind of weird stalker invading fan. Of course, yeah. And, that, and that's the pinnacle of absolutely all of them. It's never going to get any better, is it? Qu quit, quit while we're <laughs> at, eh? Let us know down in the comment below if you can th think of any other like absolutely unique um, debuts and how these things happen. Not just popping up somewhere. Like if John Cena, I guess, like at least he went straight in there against one of the top guys in Kurt Angle. Ruthless aggression. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Let us know down below. Yeah. Um, but next question comes from Andy Brennan, who says, what is your favorite Eddie Guerrero moment? 
Oh, it's very easy for me because I, I've got a comfort food match that I watch whenever I'm feeling a little bit down. And it's anyone in the WWE Championship at No Way Out 2004 because I love it. The commentary is brilliant. The, just the, the, the turn of events is great in the actual match itself. It's Brock Lesnar against Eddie Guerrero. Like, it's always going to be incredible. And then the celebration, it's just heartwarming. So, yeah, if you're ever feeling down, just go and watch it. It just makes your day a million times better. It's great. So that's, that's mine. I love it. Absolutely fair. I'm going to go completely opposite direction and go everything with China in uh, oh. like 2000, 2001. Because I just really enjoyed them yeah. as like a pairing. I just thought they were such a good little um, couple. I think the sort of dynamic between them uh, and the chemistry between them was so good. Everything they did was so entertaining. Mm. And then sort of Eddie sort of steadily getting really jealous of her and things. It was really, really good. And neither, really of, us, neither of us went for the Dominic Custody storyline. Crazy. Funny like, that. That's, <laughs> Where were you? Yeah, what a world. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, that's messed up, Dominic. I mean, look at him now. I know. A week in the joint. Not even a week. Was it? I was in the joint and he's just he's a changer. It, it does that to a man. You know what I mean? And the final question of the day comes from Hank McCoy, who says, Hey, guys, uh, who do you think will be the Iron Man and Iron Woman of this year's Royal Rumble to then set them up for a big push or feud at WrestleMania? Oh, I, I mean, there's, there's actually a little bit of hope in that being the case this year for a change, which is quite mm -hmm. nice because normally they just put them in there and, well, not normally, like the last couple of years, they've just had somebody last a long time and gone, okay, thanks for that, and then just move on. Uh... Ooh, I like the Finn Balor one a couple of years ago. I'm just talking about ones I like now, not the actual one that I want. <laughs> no one's essentially going to happen. Really jump in with one mine. Yeah, you do one of yours. I'm going to do both of mine. Oh, both of yours then. Lead. Sorry, yeah. And it's quite easy. Uh, Rhea Ripley in the women's yeah. and uh, Dominic Mysterio in the women's. Oh, God, sorry. Uh, I can't complain. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Just, don't, just Dominic winning around They've got to do the thing where <laughs> Finn Balor and uh, Damian Priest just protect Dominic yeah. at all costs. Yeah, and he I ends like up that. being in there for like an hour or something. I really like that. That's, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I'll go on the opposite side of the spectrum then for the guys. Um, I think Bobby Lashley may be murdering everyone. Like just going in first and just do, go, doing going in first, Brock doing a Brock, doing a Brock and then Brock comes in. Something like yeah. that. And just the, the, the two big meaty men slap meat and one of them gets... Well, they both just smash through the ropes and the top rope gets destroyed and then there's no top rope, so the entire match is thrown out. Okay, so uh, the women's side, I go with... Uh, I go with... I don't know. I'm just going to go Raquel Gonzalez because I think... She, Rodriguez, sorry. Raquel Rodriguez. It's not been Gonzalez for about a year. Get it Ridiculous right. man. I know. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez, yeah, because I just want to see her get a monster push and it seems like she's got a bit of a rub on SmackDown right now and she's someone you could build that division around, I think, going forward. So I go, Rodriguez, why not? Big mammy cool. There you go. Let us know down in the comments below who you think is going to be the Iron Man and Iron Woman of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and follow us over on Twitter because that's the end of the video. Follow me at Phil My Chambers. Follow Gareth. At GMorgan04. Follow all of us at What Culture WWE. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below, like I say. Uh, ups and downs for Rampage and SmackDown is on its way, so look out for those. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Go get that money. <laughs> yeah, money. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify in store. 
Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.